Hi there, I'm Ryan File, and you're listening to First Thing, the Mail Tribune Rosebud Media podcast that touches on the day's top stories. Past episodes are available at mailtribune.com slash podcasts, and on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Several of my colleagues have their own podcasts, too. A lot of real good stuff. I definitely encourage you to go check it out. Here are the day's top stories for Wednesday, September 5th, 2018. First up. Fearing a greater disaster if it's left unstopped, federal officials are chipping in on the Hugo Road Fire, which already has destroyed two homes and more than a dozen other structures. The Federal Emergency Management Agency on Monday authorized two grants, one to help with firefighting costs at the state's request, the other for mitigating the chance for loss of life and property from future fires. Crews on Tuesday continued to gain ground on the Hugo Road fire, which ignited 10 miles northwest of Grants Pass Sunday night and burned through nearly 200 acres by the following day. One of the two homes destroyed was that of Russell Witcherly, apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, and his two daughters, according to a GoFundMe page set up by his friend, who said that although the Witcherlys are safe, the fire, quote, took everything from them. His home is completely gone, and all the memories and irreplaceable possessions inside, the page says, which in the span of the day had raised more than $4,000 toward a $20,000 goal. So far, the fire has destroyed 13 outbuildings in addition to the two residences. Two other outbuildings and three other residences also have been damaged. More than 600 residents evacuated their homes after the fire started, but many are returning. 84 structures remain threatened, Oregon Department of Forestry officials said. Governor Kate Brown declared the blaze a conflagration, greenlighting additional resources and personnel from the Oregon State Fire Marshal's office. FEMA Region 10 Administrator Mike O'Hare approved a fire management assistance grant for Hugo after determining, quote, the fire threatened to cause such destruction as would constitute a major disaster, according to a media release. That grant pays for 75% of the state's firefighting costs, including fire camps, equipment, and mobilization and demobilization activities. The Hugo Road Fire also will be eligible for a hazard mitigation grant, which provides $566,667, quote, to enact mitigation measures that reduce the risk of loss of life and property from future disasters, the grant website reads. Tuesday night, the fire was 60% contained. It had not budged from its 199-acre size previously reported Monday night, according to ODF. The fire started at about 7.15 p.m. Sunday on private lands in Hugo. Its cause, as yet, is unknown. And next up. A suspect has been captured in a string of Medford burglaries, including one that was foiled by residents of a West Medford neighborhood. Jordan Ronald Lundgren, 27, of the 1500 block of Miracle Lane, faces aggravated theft and burglary charges stemming from thefts that occurred in at least three locations over the last month, according to documents filed in Jackson County Circuit Court. Acting on a tip, Medford Police captured Lundgren at Four Corners Market in Delhi early Monday morning, according to a post on Medford Police's Facebook page. Police believe Lundgren is tied to multiple burglaries, including one while a woman was sleeping in her home, that occurred between August 9th and 29th, according to court documents. Lundgren is suspected of burglarizing homes on Fieldbrook Drive, Hathaway Drive, and South Grape Street. Medford police last week named Lundgren as the suspect accused of ransacking about nine homes overnight August 29th at Springview Estates Mobile Home Park on Kings Highway, before neighbors circled a suspicious 2013 Toyota Tacoma TRD Sport pickup, 
loaded with stolen goods that was later impounded by police. Lundgren allegedly fled on foot from the neighbors. In a park field nearby, neighbors said they found piles of property that included prescription medication, Nike shoes, musical instruments, a mountain bike, bolt cutters, and wire snips, according to earlier news reports. Lundgren previously served prison on a prior burglary conviction from 2015. And last up, I I thought this was kind of interesting. State Representative Pam Marsh has launched a, quote, there ought to be a law contest to get ideas for potential new laws or input on which existing laws should be scrubbed from the books. We hope people will take the opportunity to put down on paper what they were venting about at the dinner table, said Marsh, a Democrat from Ashland who's running for re-election against Medford Republican Sandra Abercrombie in November. Marsh said she borrowed the idea for the law contest from a former colleague in the California legislature. He was able to generate a number of ideas that are now law in California, she said. It seemed like such a good idea to engage people and show how accessible the process is. A legislative proposal, or bill, is nothing more than a good idea designed to address a community problem. People don't have to be legislators to recognize the need to implement a new law or change or eliminate an existing one, Marsh noted. Sometimes we have laws on the books that are not useful anymore or are not accomplishing their original intent, she said. Ashland High School student Bella Manray is helping Marsh with the contest as part of her senior project. The There Ought to Be a Law contest is a way for community members to get involved with legislation at the state level and make an impact, Manray said. We really want to show that anybody can have an idea for a piece of legislation, and anybody can act on that and have a law come into fruition. Contest entries are due by November 1st. Excuse me. The entry form asks the contest entrant to describe a problem and a proposed solution. Entrants are also asked to think about who will support or oppose the legislation, such as legislators, the governor, state and local government agencies, and interest groups. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.